0: Okay, so wanted to give you guys a quick warning about this week's episode. We are covering a movie that is kind of graphic in nature. There's, you know, violence, uh, sex, and some cursing. So if that's something that kind of makes you uncomfortable, that's totally fine. Just listen to us next week. It's going to be a lot lighter. But yeah, just kind of wanted to put that out there. The other thing was there was a wind chime in the background that Courtney had. Um, It's really pretty sounding, actually, so I think it's nice ambiance. But if that bothers you or it's kind of distracting, sorry about that. But, yeah, that's it. Uh, Happy listening. Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. So this podcast is just going to be a love fest for movies. It's not a review, and it's not an unbiased opinion. It's 100% biased. So if you're listening, (laughs) get ready to have fun. Um, Every week we're going to have a guest on that talks about a movie that they love. So my guest today
1: is... Hey, I'm Courtney. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and Courtney, what movie are we reviewing today? Uh, today we're going to be talking about Chill Girls. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, <laughs> one of my <laughs> I'm not please, prepared. Please, God, no. Um, <laughs> we're going to be talking about one of my favorite movies
0: American Psycho. American Psycho, uh, the 2000 classic. I always feel like when I say two thousand I'm like two thousand and no it's nope, two thousand.
1: Yeah. In the year two thousand in the year two thousand <laughs> Um Okay, when did you see this movie? Did you see it in theaters or No, I saw this movie like oh my gosh, I think it was like two thousand and five on D V D and I was home by myself and like I had gone to like movie trading company or something like that and just like picked it up. Because it was, like, on sale. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> I do feel like it's a cult
0: classic, so it was on sale a lot. Yeah. I think I paid $5 for the copy I watched it on well, and then last it, night.
1: It was super weird because as I was watching it, I was laughing, and I wasn't really sure if I was supposed to be right, laughing. Right, right. I know. Like, like I, I felt that. super awkward. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit, is this me? Or <laughs> is this actually supposed to be funny? But no, it's a dark comedy, so it is supposed to be funny. Yeah. Um... But like my my test for that was I went and showed it to my younger sister. Oh, I love Lauren. And I was like, okay, if she laughs at this, then it's not me it's actually <laughs> supposed to be. And I then, like that. Thank God she laughed at it because like, oh God. But she like, it was funny because she laughed at like the exact same parts that I did. So I was like, okay, it's not just me. <laughs> it's supposed to I'm be this not way. not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm trying to think. I think we kind of talked about this recently, but I think when I first saw it, I want to say it was right before Batman Begins came out. Yeah. And I only mention that because we had, like, a movie night at a friend's house where she was like, this is going to be the new Batman. And honestly, at the time, I, I didn't really care. I was like, okay. And she's like, let's watch all of his movies. Yeah. And so we watched, like, um, Equilibrium. Oh, that's a good one. We watched, um, I think The Machinist had come out. By oh, then. yeah. Yes. Uh, and we watched this movie... And I think one other movie, I know I'm forgetting something, but anyway, we watched a bunch of Christian Newsies. Bale movies. <laughs> no, it wasn't Newsies, <laughs> although I love that movie. Um, <laughs> we could talk about that. Yeah. But, um, but I saw it for the first time, I think, that way, mm-hmm. just like in a... We were just doing like a movie marathon, and I was like shocked by how much I loved it. Yeah. I was like, oh it was my scary. God. Like, out of all the movies, I was like, this is my favorite. I think, like, my favorite scene, we'll get into that later, but is the, the chainsaw scene. Yes. what like, I, oh! I think of this movie. When he whips out into the
1: hallway, <laughs> and he's I was guys- like. It elevates she's the movie. On. Oh my god. <laughs> like, this movie's getting crazy. And, like, and I he, like it. he drops it on her, and he's just like,
0: Ah! <laughs> he's just like, oh, I love ish. it. Yeah, the <laughs> next scene when he's
1: drawing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's, like, movie. in that prissy restaurant with that yeah. dessert in front we of him, but up. they have, like, the powdered <laughs> sugar with, like, the spoon and the fork. He's like, we should break up. It's like, mm, my friends are your friends, and your friends are my friends. It won't work out. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love Reese Witherspoon.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it, you know, I saw it and I think like you, like, I, I was like, okay, is this supposed to be as funny as I find it? Or is something like legit wrong with right. me? But I think it's one of those movies where you either get it or you don't. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like, either you understand what this movie is about or you don't understand. And a lot of people didn't A lot of people it. still don't. They yeah. don't get it. It, they, weren't they remaking this? Did they or did they, they not? They were going to make a TV show oh. I don't know if it ever happened. Yeah. I'm kind of scared because I feel like there. there's like an
1: explosion of serial killer. Well, so, <coughs> I didn't realize this until I was like cruising Netflix one night, but there's a sequel to this movie. Yep. And, it Mila, Mila <laughs> and it is Mila And it is. <laughs> abysmal <laughs> like, well it's like how do you make a follow-up to yes. this? Like, like just don't <laughs> yeah spoiler alert but she like in the first five <laughs> minutes spoiler of the movie, movie she kills him as like a little girl and like there's no fucking way <laughs> that's so dumb there's no in like i couldn't get past like the first like 10 15 minutes of the movie so i was like i can't
0: i can't i was researching this movie like i was reading different articles about it and one article
1: that came up was like in defense of the sequel and i didn't even read it i
0: was like no fuck that i'm (laughs) not even there's
1: no No, there's no defense i I, like i might go back and watch the whole thing just to make sure (laughs) just to make (laughs) sure i was right about this right (laughs) like yeah (laughs) like i didn't like miss something important here did i this is (laughs) you definitely did not
0: (laughs) it's bad so, you said you saw this in 2005. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you comfortable sharing how old were we then?
1: God. How old were we then? Because <laughs> uh... it's 2017. Was I like, oh my god, so I was like 20, I was t- like 20 or 21? That is crazy.
0: Not that you're old. Because <laughs> if you're old, I'm old, but oh wait, never you mind. You did it the wrong way. <laughs> I know, I did. But yeah, yeah, around yeah. there dang.
1: Yeah, that was, long well, there we go. But, like, it was, I feel like <laughs> this movie is like, been such, like, a a bastion in my, my life of movies. It's just, yes, like, one of those things too. where it's, like, we're always quoting it to each oh, other. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, so we worked together and like, we worked in an office building. Mm-hmm. I think that was part of why yeah. we kept quoting it. But, like, we would quote this every day and just, like, we would say a line mm-hmm. and the other person would complete it. We'd just giggle. And, like, there was, like, no one to share it with. Yeah. Because when you would tell people, like, what are you quoting, say, American Psycho, they, Man, like...
1: What are you talking about? I've never like, heard of that. Ugh. I don't like horror movies. Or, it's like, it's know. not
0: a horror movie. It's a <laughs> dark, dark comedy. <laughs> Get out of here.
1: Don't <laughs> go, like, leave. Goodbye. But, um, yeah, we quoted it pretty yeah. much every day. Like, I would see her and be like, hey, Hal Rostram, how the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> or, like, it would be like, you going to lunch? You want to go to Georgia? <laughs> nobody she goes feels, there anymore. Nobody goes there anymore.
0: <laughs> Okay, for this part, I'm going to read the synopsis of the movie. So, this is pulled from Wikipedia, which surprisingly, Wikipedia has the best synopsis for some reason. Okay, so here we go, American Psycho. In New York in 1987, a handsome young urban professional, Patrick Bateman, Christian Bale, lives a second life as a gruesome serial killer by night. The cast is filled by the detective Willem Defoe, the fiance Reese Witherspoon, the mistress Samantha Mathis, the co-worker Jared Leto, and the secretary Chloe Savini. This is a biting, wry comedy examining the elements that make a man a monster. Pretty accurate. Yeah, Yeah. it's always like I read it and there's like a moment of like, oh. <laughs> That's so true. That's yeah, true. It's true. Okay, so in this section I'll dip into a couple quick facts about the movie. Um, this movie is set in 1987, as I mentioned earlier, but it was came out in 2000. So for some of you young people out there, yeah. it's not an 80s movie. It's set in the 80s, but it's not from it's the 80s. It's set
1: really well in the 80s. It
0: is, per- I think it's one of the more accurate movies. Yeah. So the writer of this movie, uh, the, the novel, Brett Easton Ellis, he also wrote uh, Less Than Zero.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I
0: actually really like that movie too, for the same reason. Yeah, yeah. It is a very accurate depiction of the 80s. Yes. Like it's not cartoonish the way that a lot of movies set in the 80s are. Right. Apparently, Heron, uh, Mary Heron, the director of the movie, mm-hmm. that's another
1: fact, actually. Yeah, is that she's a woman. She's a woman. Who directed this movie. This movie. <laughs> this misogynistic serial killer movie. She's actually directed a lot of, like, a couple of my other favorite movies, like, um, The Notorious Betty Page. I was gonna bring that up. I, 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 When I
0: read that, I was like, I definitely see the connection there. Yeah, like, yeah. That's really cool. I, I did like that movie. You was, loaned that to yeah, me. Yeah, I did. Yeah.
1: It's a great movie and um the other one that I watched actually not that long ago was The Moth Diaries. It's oh,
0: really? Like,
1: it's a it's kind of like a retelling of Dracula's story but involving just women. Oh wow. I'd like to see that. It's good. I I, I watched it on Netflix. I'm not sure if it's still there, but I'm sure you can find it like on mm. somewhere streaming. But that, it was good. It was good. That sounds really
0: good. Well, Mary Heron actually she wanted um Christian Bale to be the the main role mm-hmm. and um, the studio was like we need someone bigger like yeah. we don't
1: want Christian Bale was not it like Leonardo DiCaprio yes and like he he was like set in it for a while and then they didn't they also have like a different director like they were gonna he... do Oliver Stone yeah so someone yeah.
0: bigger than her too and they were like she said if you do if you cast Leo I'm out and yeah I'm like, okay fine get out Bye. of there <laughs> and like apparently Christian Bale like just pretended like that it didn't, didn't happen, happen. <laughs> he's like I'm definitely in this movie no matter what. He and, would, like, call
1: her. Yeah. And, like, talk about it. Like, I remember reading about that. And it, he would just be like, so, when we do this scene, and she'd be like, well, you know that I'm not doing that anymore, right? Like, Leonardo DiCaprio has your role now, right? But he was always like, well, it's my role. You just said it, so.
0: Yeah, that's so crazy. And, like, eventually he, he bailed to do The Beach, which, actually, I really love that movie, too. Yeah,
1: it's good movie. Um, I like that. But,
0: yeah, he bailed. I'm I'm glad because yeah. oh yeah it wouldn't be the same movie it would not be the same movie it would like not I be, love like, Leo but yeah
1: no he like Christian Bale brought that like crazy zany like towards the end of the movie when stuff is going bonkers yes and he's like exploding cop cars and like nobody could have done that the way he did that it was too well good. I have a theory
0: well we'll we'll talk we'll, about get, it we'll, in a we'll get to it. But yeah, so so yeah, so the, the director left this movie and then she came back mm-hmm. because they were like, Okay, Oliver Stone left. Yeah. Once once Leo bailed, he was like, I'm out. I think that was it for my little quick facts. Mm. But um so we can kind of dive into the other stuff. So um so Mary Heron also directed the notorious Betty Page. Um she was inspired by Polanski, Lynch, and Cronenberg. Yeah. Which I definitely see that yeah, And yeah. actually Cronenberg was considered for the director, too, before That's true. You're right. You're right. Which, you know, would have been a different movie, but would have been good. Um, And she also did I Shot Andy Warhol, which I've not seen. Is it good?
1: I I haven't seen it, but I keep... Like, it's on, like, my backlog, but I hear it's great. One thing that kind of bummed me out when I was reading about her in this movie is she said that after
0: American Psycho, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it was pretty successful, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. in terms of critical acclaim, and she thought, okay, so now it's going to be easier for me to get more movies and then as it a wasn't. woman and it hasn't been at all, which is sad. <sighs> yeah, like, that is sad. Yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, I don't know. It's just that kind of feeds into like how I feel about female directors in general. I, yeah. You know, it's it's such a fight for them over other directors, but we'll kind of get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're gonna kind of dive into a little bit about the actors in this movie. We'll do Christian Bale first, of course. When I think of him, I think of, let's see. I have a whole list here. Because, <laughs> well, we, I told you earlier we yeah. had that, like whole night of that just... night. <laughs> um, so like the prestige. Oh, oh yeah, yep. I have that on here. The prestige two thousand eight. Yes. Well, that's oh, so one good. of my favorite movies. That, that, that was Nolan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's obviously we have to talk about Batman Begins, you know, which I feel like this movie, uh, American Psycho, I mean, <laughs> you know, he plays uh, Bruce Wayne almost the same yeah. way he plays Batman, yes! Batman, which I love because I feel like Christopher Nolan did this version of Batman that's like, what if he was real? Well, he would be insane. Yeah. Yeah, Batman Begins was in 2005, so five years after this, so, like, good call on Mary Heron. I mean, she yeah. definitely saw something there that, you know, the other people didn't see and tried to, the,
1: the well, studio tried to push
0: her out of, like... I
1: feel like, too, when he got asked for the role, people were telling him that it was going to be, like, career suicide. Yes,
0: and he was like, that makes me want to do it more. Yeah, like... <laughs> which is why I like him so much. Yeah. Um... More recent movie, uh, The Big Short. Did you see that? I did not see okay. that. I'm so sorry. It's kind of a small role in that movie, uh, but it's pretty good. Yeah, he won Best Supporting Actor for The Fighter. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That one's good. Yes. Um, which is kind of surprising though that like he's only won once, but uh, yeah, that that was really good. Uh, the Machinist. Oh, oh my, my God, God. this movie. That movie. I think we're gonna have to come back and do this one because so, I so. Oh my God, so good. I said earlier that I saw it during that lineup, but I don't think I did. I actually think I saw it because my uncle was like, "Oh, you're a big Christian Bale fan. You should watch The
1: Machinist." I happened on it again through another Netflix. Cruise and I was like is that Christian like I was I, he was unrecognizable yes and then like later like right after he did that he had to put on all that weight back on and well, yeah, more muscle before, because he did yeah he did, he did Batman, Batman, right Batman Begins that. right after that he actually got
0: too big for that movie and Christopher Nolan was like this is a bit much <laughs> can you dial <laughs> that back take
1: it down a notch but yeah like yeah that, that movie, movie is movie. so good Ugh.
0: I think it's the same director that did um Session nine. I think it's the same director.
1: Oh you know how I feel about it. I know we should do that. We should one do yes. that. We I definitely. feel like you should we'll do, do that for like person. Like Halloween. Like, yes. 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 yes.
0: We'll be our <laughs> horror girl. Yeah. Um, okay, so Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Another I really like Equilibrium. It's so I know it's got gun in it, but
1: <laughs> I don't care. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. care. I loved it. Um it it's absolutely fine by me. Like I like the subtlety in that like me too. when he starts like you don't really notice it until like the second or third time you watch it but like the more he starts to feel things like his clothes change yeah. like the color is very very subtle but it was like they get warmer in color that was a really like like one of those little how do I explain it like just those touches that you yeah. don't notice that it's like wow, that was really brilliant, but then you didn't notice it the first time so you feel like an idiot and <laughs> you can see it later. <laughs> no,
0: I mean, I think there were a lot of movies that came out around the time of, like, The Matrix mm-hmm. that were kind of similar to it, but I think had a little bit more depth, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And the, it kind of overlooked because they're not big blockbusters, and I think Equilibrium was one of those movies that I really liked. Mm -hmm. Um, He was also in Empire of the Sun. Have you seen that? Um,
1: He's like a little boy, like 12. I feel like, uh, I feel like I did, but I I honestly, I couldn't say. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's okay. I've seen it, but like, uh, so it's Steven Spielberg, and again, he's like 12 or 13. Right. You know, obviously the Dark Knight and yeah. the Dark Knight yeah. Rises. I mean, these are like givens that I don't have to like explain. Cookie but...
1: Monster voice and
0: all. Yeah. I <laughs> <had>. <laughs> so also for Christian Bale, he said he was inspired by Tom Cruise. Tom Can't Cruise. You see that? Like, <laughs> no, I get it. I Tom get that. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Um, yeah. I I was like when he said like he would watch clips of Tom Cruise, I was like that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Freaking risky business. Bill kept an American accent the entire filming of this movie. The whole time? People working with him didn't know he was British.
1: Okay, so, like, (laughs) for a really long time, I didn't either. (laughs) I know, right? Because I did this in Batman and and The Machinist. That the first time that I realized that he was English was when the infamous tape came out. Oh,
0: God. We do have to talk about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: good for you. What don't you fucking understand? Do I come through and rip down your lights? (laughs) I used to replay that tape over and over. I was like this is a magic moment like it's so bad for him But so funny for me. Yes (laughs) Also, I read that this was he was sort of inspired I I have to double-check this fact, mm -hmm. but he was inspired by Vampire's Kiss like we should do, we should do like a Nick Cage medley is what we should do. <laughs> oh my God, that movie! Because I did watch *Vampires Kiss* and I did think about this movie. I did think about yeah, *American yeah. Psycho*. I did, and so like, I pray that he channeled that. <laughs> a B C D. Um, oh my God, I was like, yes, mm-hmm. I see that connection I see so it. much. Like, I see it, especially towards so the end. Yeah, it was like when you were saying earlier, <laughs> no one could do this. No, I'm like I feel like Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yeah, could maybe no. Do it. Yeah, you're right. He has yeah. done it. He's done it in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like we need to talk about Reese Witherspoon, oh. and Reese Without her spoon. <laughs> <I'm> Just kidding. <laughs> when I think of her, I think of Walk the Line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Legally Blonde. Of course. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I am everybody's sorry.
1: everybody knows. Everybody's got that. Everybody one has. Movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets one. <laughs> yeah. I have several, but
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone gets one. Election, which oh, I feel like is man. the oh my god, I I would love to do election like that's uh that this movie and election are what make me respect her. As yes, actress, like for real. Um, another good movie with her actually is Wild. If you've seen that, oh
1: no, I haven't seen that one. <sighs> I really like that. Oh, okay, I'll add it to the yeah, I'll add it to the list. It's oh, in this ahead. in this like her her portrayal <laughs> of that like vapid self-absorbed sort of 80s woman is so perfect. It's so good.
0: I, I think that's the charm of her performance, though, in this and in Election, yeah. where it's like, it's supposed to be a character you hate, yes. but you love her. You're yes.
1: Like, it's like, it's okay. You're just being real. It's okay. Like, <laughs> you're being did, honest. It's like when he breaks up with her in the restaurant, and he's like, you're causing a scene. It's like, <laughs> well, no shit, she's causing a scene. You're breaking yeah. up with those. Like, no, we're, we're done. We're done. We're finished. It's like... Going. <laughs> I have to return some videotapes. <laughs> okay, so my first like scene that I like really loved, just because of how like it was done. When he's got like the, he's explaining like his routine throughout the day, oh, yes. and like <laughs> all of the the scrubs and the aftershaves, and he's like, you know, you can you know hold my hand and you can feel the warmth in it, but I'm simply not there. And he, <laughs> yes. He's like peeling that gel mask mask off of his face i can't tell you how many times i tried to do that (laughs) that was that was a stroke of luck that that came off in like one clean piece because that does not happen in real life (laughs) and like uh oh my gosh and then the scene with jared leto's character and (laughs) like alan he's like drunk as fuck Fuck. And Do you have a chow? <laughs> you have copies of the style sheets all over the place. You have a little dog or something. A little chow. Which, first of all, chows are not little. Exactly. We said <laughs> the same thing. as used to a chow we were both like, um, um excuse me. But... Those are huge. <laughs> and <laughs> when he turns around, he says, is that a raincoat? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> he's so, like, gleeful. A be- and the Huey Lewis and the news playing in the background. And like when he hits him in the face with the And the, the blood head. splatter. That first, I don't know. And like when they, his, or... when they cut to his when they cut to his body just like laying in the foreground, <laughs> I laughed so hard. And then uh, that was when I was like, oh my god, what's wrong with me? <laughs> but I think it's like, okay, this movie, I'm gonna get
0: like, you know, too deep on you guys. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, laugh because it's, it's hilarious. Getting deep. Uh, but, like, what's wrong with us? Like, yeah. that's how I felt the whole movie, like, and, and what's worse is last night I was watching this movie and I thought, this is even more accurate. Yeah. It's getting worse, guys. It's getting I mean, worse. I, I used to watch this movie and think, oh yeah, this is how shitty the 80s were. But, no. But guess what? We were raised by the people in the 80s, yeah. so we're worse than that. I was like, raised by the 80s. I mean, like, when they were talking about, like, they went to that restaurant, they're like, oh, this, uh, you know, cage-free rabbit.
1: Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I'm the like... free-range rabbit with, uh, herb French fries.
0: Like, literally, like, I buy, like, cage-free eggs yeah. and, like... Organic everything. Organic everything. I'm like, the only difference between that movie and now is... Grass-fed.
1: Like, <laughs> cruelty-free. Not yeah. to say that that's a bad thing, no, but no, it's, no, like... No, 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 but it's just, like, it, it's...
0: This movie is saying, like, you're into all that, but you're so out of touch with, with reality. What? Yeah. Like, like... <laughs> and I think we're all there now. Yeah. Sadly. And like his obsession with Trump.
1: Yes. We talk about that. Like, oh, how my scary gosh. is that? That's
0: terrifying. It's really like when we were watching the movie, I had chills. Like when he was like, Is that Ivanka Trump? And then he's like, Why didn't we invite Trump to this party? Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. God what? <laughs> he's our <all> president now. <laughs> Yikes. Please kill me.
1: Murder <laughs> me. It was. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so out of touch with reality and so out of t- like he he's doing these things because he like all of the the suits and the, the the treatments and all that stuff he's doing all of that so he can appear to be what he thinks is normal. Yeah, it's not. And
0: it's not.
1: <laughs> There's so much more. Too. One of my
0: favorite lines is when he goes, she goes, why do you work at that job you
1: hated? And he goes, because I want to fit
0: in. <laughs> there, was, there was an article I read about this movie where that's his problem is he fits in so well people forget who he is. Yeah. So like in the movie several times. He's interchangeable. Times, yeah. Several times in the movie people call him the wrong name. And it's because like he's so invisible. Yeah. Like he's made himself invisible by fitting
1: in. Which works to his advantage.
0: Yeah, when, when he he's starts a serial
1: killer. Fucking yeah. killing people.
0: <laughs> There's a scene in the movie that I didn't notice, but like he gets mistaken for someone across the room, uh, by Paul Allen. Yeah. And the funny part is he's like, Oh, he calls him Marcus. Yeah. And Marcus, Marcus is like across the room wearing the same, same damn glasses. The same. But then also Paul Allen's wearing the same, same glasses. glasses. They're all wearing
1: them. They're <laughs> all wearing the same glasses. They all have the same tan. They all have the same haircut. They're all wearing the same suit.
0: Yeah, and business cards. Mm-hmm
1: oh Even the those...
0: business card duel oh my god I think that part is the part of the movie where like, it's like you know like the whole movie you're kind of laughing chuckling and that part is like where you cross the line like this is where you get the movie or you don't I yeah, feel like
1: yeah. when you yeah. notice that they're freaking out about how good those <laughs> fucking business cards are but they're all the same <laughs> I love this movie so much god when he when he whips out into that hallway and he's butt-ass naked except for those white sneakers and that chainsaw oh <laughs> my god like I don't know what it is about him running down that hallway yes. but it is so hilarious to me because it's like what is happening right now what is going on like the just the the sneakers the white sneakers is like so <laughs> yes they're so bright <laughs> and so clean. And like he's like covered in blood and he's got like a sterling silver chainsaw <laughs> and white sneakers. I don't know, like uh, I was listening to like uh
0: the director's comments on mm-hmm, the movie and mm-hmm. she was saying like for the scene where he has sex with those two prostitutes. And so she told the girls in the scene she's like you hate being here, it's a job. Mm-hmm. Like act like it. And so they did. And I feel like that elevates that
1: scene cuz yeah. you're really
0: seeing The difference between what he's thinking is happening and what's actually happening. That scene is
1: actually a favorite of mine because he goes to that drawer and he opens it up with all of the shit and he pulls out that coat hanger. (laughs) And, you know, it's like, we're not finished yet. And you you don't see him doing whatever it is that he's doing. You see the aftermath. And you know that it's bad because the, the street prostitute that he picked up, Christy, she just walks out of the, the room. She grabs her cash and she's gone. Yeah. And then Sabrina is, like, trying to collect herself and still be, like, that classy, like, escort. But they've both been through hell. Yeah. And it's just, like, it, it's, I think by not showing the violence yes. was more impactful. At least for oh, me. yeah, me too. Because it's like, holy, what did they just, like,
0: what happened? I do feel like the secret of this movie is, like, yeah, he's a total monster. But, like... He's created by us, by our society. Yeah. Like I feel like that's the message of the movie is like, yeah, he's horrible, but isn't he kind of a product of
1: like what we've created? And like then he gets away with it. Yeah. Because nobody can be bothered to care. Yeah. Either because they don't want to be involved in it and they don't wanna to have to go through that whole process.
0: Well, he's rich and yeah. he's he went to an Ivy League school and like he's got all these, you know, things going for him, so people just they stay away yeah, from it. They, just, they they turn the
1: whole movie. There's all these clues that are given to people that he's a psychopath. One of yeah. the best missed things in the ending of the movie is that they do that like pull in on his face, but like behind him there's that door, and unfortunately you can't really see it. But as I was listening to the commentary, there's a sign on the doors that says, "This is not an exit." Oh yeah. And he's given his like confession and all of this other stuff, and it's like you know that that one phrase this is not an exit. Like, he's tried to, I guess, cleanse himself of all of this so he can be caught, so he can stop doing what it is that he's doing. And nobody cares. So there's no, like he says, there's no catharsis for him. Yeah. And so he's gonna keep doing it. Yep.
0: So how do you interpret this movie? Because there's a couple different ways to interpret it. Um, There's a thought that, like, he didn't do it or he did do it. What do you
1: think? I... mm For me, I feel like, what called called that into question for me was when he goes back to the apartment to Mm -hmm. like clean house essentially, and it's already been painted, and you know, the the woman's in there and she's like asking him, it's like, did you see our ad in the Times? And he's like, there is no ad in the Times. And he's like, okay, I'm just gonna go. I feel like it did happen based Mm -hmm. on that. Like at first I wasn't sure, but then when she said that, Like, she was, like, you know, making sure that it's, like, I know that you know what happened here, and you need to just go.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So the director said that it should have been clear that he did it. Yeah. Which the author was upset because he wanted it to be open-ended. Right. Because I personally always interpreted that he didn't, because I felt like he was so pathetic in the whole movie that I was, like, I felt like these were his fantasies mm-hmm. and he didn't do it, mm-hmm. but I do see it that way. And, like, the director said she wishes she could go back and make it more obvious that right, he did it. Right, yeah. But she, she feels that he did it.
1: Yeah, I, I always did. I always did. Um. Just from that one yeah. scene alone, because it's like, you know, she doesn't want anybody to know about what happened. She knows right. that the apartment is available <laughs> and somebody's going to you know, rent that apartment. That's all she cares about. There's also a theory that, like, he killed everybody except Paul
0: Allen right because his... because he was in London yeah yeah and so like yeah he's delusional but he did kill all those people he just didn't kill Paul Allen mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. one
1: person he kind of really wanted to kill I guess not to go off the conversation or the topic but I think one of the things that I guess actually does kind of deal with the the topic um Courtney Like, when he sees her and she's like, if I don't see you, have a good Easter, okay? She's clearly gonna not be around. Yeah, she says she's gonna kill herself. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think a lot of people miss that. Like, they don't see how desperate she is for a connection with him. And they don't see how desperate she is to, like, have him actually, like, see her and be involved in her life and be concerned about her. And he's he's just either he he knows and he doesn't care yeah or he just can't be bothered with it but like it's so like that's that's so like gut-wrenching yeah for me because I she's like reaching out to him in the best way that she can and he just can't be bothered
0: I think she was the screenwriter too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's what's interesting about this movie. So I was watching, like, a behind-the-scenes thing, and, like, apparently when this book came out, it was, like, very protested by feminists. Mm -hmm. And uh, people were like, oh, you know, if people read this story, they're going to enact this violence against women. And, you know, to that I would say, uh, that mm-hmm. shit's already happening. Yeah, Like, you know, y- y- this book would not encourage that, it- it's already going on. Yeah, it's already happening. This book is merely commenting on it, it's, you know? Yeah,
1: it's social commentary. Yeah, and,
0: like, the, the author was, like, pretty surprised by that response. He's like, no, this is actually, like, a feminist book. Yeah. Because I'm saying, like, all that sucks. <laughs> I was thinking that the first scene where he, he says all that stuff to the bartender. hmm
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're a fucking ugly bitch. I want to slit your throat and play around in your butt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like that part's funny. <laughs> yeah, but also like
1: because it well, comes it's out of nowhere. Real
0: too though, yeah. isn't it? Like I, I do feel like a lot of guys because that happens treat women that way. Like, that yeah. happens
1: now. Like if you don't like like respond to somebody's compliment the right way, yeah. you
0: could get hurt. Well, no, but I mean, you know, this movie is a comedy, and uh, I think that if you don't see that about the movie, you're you're definitely missing out.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: because I've had friends that are like, "Oh, you like that movie? Like, you're a dark person," he's and like, I'm like, "Well, yeah. Well, duh. but that's the point. You know, <laughs> shit's dark. I'm just kidding. It's but- dark." <laughs> okay, so we've talked about the chainsaw scene. Mm-hmm. We've talked talked about the beginning. Oh,
1: I, I want to talk about the the porn part. Okay, so like he's <gasps> like watching that porn to prepare for what he needs to do because he's not sure how to have like horny sex, he's, he's, like, and, but that, he does that, that, that's another reason why it's, like, kind of a, one of those situations where you're not really sure if he killed all those people, because yes. right before he kills somebody, he's watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. Like, he's, like, using these things as a guide on how to do these things.
0: And I do feel like, again, it's a commentary on us, it's like, okay, this is so horrible, yet we watch all these movies, yet we fill our lives with all this, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God, when, he's, when he With points. Her legs, yes, he's,
1: like, pointing and winking at himself in the mirror. And he's, like, flexing. Or, like, when he's got, like, her, like, legs up on his shoulders, but all you can see are her legs on his shoulders. And it's, like, this is, like, slapstick porn.
0: Well, and I also feel like it's sort of how women kind of see it, too. It's, like, yeah. it's, like, yeah, there's sexy women in it, but I feel like you are looking at you. Yes, like, yeah, it's, it's like all about com- the dude. Yeah, it's like she's commenting like, okay, there's women in this porn, but it's all about you. Like,
1: like you barely even see, see the women. Yeah. Like,
0: during that whole scene, it's yeah. all Patrick. We were talking about earlier, like, that that whole movie, I, I've read some reviews that were like, oh, it's it's boring, it doesn't pay off. And I'm like, how is this movie boring? Yeah, I'm like, I think it's like a different perspective. Like, there's a lot of sex and violence, but it's done from like a woman's
1: perspective. Like, and they're two, like they're two different Prostitutes, yeah. like she, he picked her up off the street. She's like, you know, I'm not supposed to go with you. And yeah, and stuff. And then the escort is somebody who, like, you know, is glamorous and comes to your home. And she doesn't you know, have a pimp. She's yeah, like in it she's for in itself. a yeah. she's a, There's a
0: service. There's a service. I do like that scene with his friend from college or whatever. That's like. Oh, did I go to school with you? Like, like, what are you, like, summer, Southampton? And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, my life is hell. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that movie was really good because it showed all those other sides too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, I, I I do like the opening scene when they're in the restaurant and the waiters are giving <laughs> like the. <laughs> I still want to make some of this food. Like yes. the, uh, squid ravioli with a lemongrass broth and a rare, uh, what was it? A rare roasted partridge with the raspberry. Clay. Nobody, first of all, that would be disgusting. But <laughs> and the arugula Caesar salad, it's like nobody would, no, nobody would eat this food. <laughs> and then like the, the portion sizes that you see that's on like screen. So they're so small. But like, that's, that's, how people ate in the 80s and some people still do and it's like i get the whole like bite size like you know perfect bite sort of culture that we've got going on now but also i'm from texas and if it's if my steak is not as big as my plate i'm not eating there (laughs) i do want to talk about his secretary
0: yes chloe okay so i'll be honest like my connection with her is through portlandia jean yeah or yeah when she's Yes, yes. I just think of okay. Best steal
1: day. <laughs> best steal. <day. laughs> when they're both like but, in love. Like, I I love how their relationship is yes. because, like, when he when you first introduced to Jean, and she walks in and she's telling him all, you know, his day and all this stuff, and he's like, "Just say no, just say no." <laughs> and then he's like, "Don't wear that outfit again. Don't wear that outfit again." And she's like, "Excuse me, what? I didn't hear you." <laughs> And it's like, don't wear that outfit again. And then he's like, you're, you're prettier than that. Wear a dress or a skirt or something. And heels, high heels. And then she does it. <laughs> like, she is his secretary. She absolutely doesn't have to do that. But then I feel like in some way she's doing it not just to keep her job because that's her boss telling her to do something, but that she wants to in some way please him. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of the movie, and she's, well... And it kind of ties in with the novel, too, because at the end of the novel, and at the end of the, the, at, rather, at the end of the novel, she, they get married. Because I feel like she sees, like, I know, I know, I know, I feel like, because at the end of the movie, she finds this book, and, like, she's, like, flipping through all of this crazy shit, and I feel like, because they get married at the end of the, the novel, that... He realizes that he's fucked up, but here's this woman who would do whatever he says. Yeah. And like, oh my God, when he has that nail gun to the back of her head. Yes. And like, they're having such a this, good scene. Yeah, They're having that conversation and she's completely, either she's aware of it or she's completely unaware of it. Look, I, I like to believe that she's aware of it just because of how she, like, I mean, she's the closest person to him. Like, yeah. Evelyn is his fiancé, but his secretary is the closest person to him. Oh, for sure. Evelyn's, like, an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, she doesn't put, she almost doesn't put the spoon back in the carton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like he was okay with her being there, and he was totally gonna take her out to dinner, and, you know, he was, like, at, at, when he invites her out to dinner, I feel like he was trying to find some solace in her. And then when she doesn't, when she accidentally almost puts that spoon on the table, it enrages him because he thinks he's found somebody who can understand him, who can just, you know, be the person that he needs her to be, and she almost fucked it up. And so he's got the nail gun to the back of her head, he's gonna just, like, eliminate her and then he he comes to the realization that, okay, maybe, maybe I need to keep her around to, to like, sort of bring me back, (laughs) but like, oh, her character. (laughs) Is Like it's so small, but it's so important. Yeah, I, I agree like I
0: think there's a depth to it that I didn't see When I first saw this mm-hmm. movie that I see now mm-hmm. like now that I'm older. Yeah For sure. Yeah. Yeah I, I think there's a lot of angles of this movie that were made so much better by the Director being female mm-hmm. and like the, the yeah. script scriptwriter, yes. like the the screenplay being female like they added a lot to this movie Especially a movie that like you said like you're like this movie like it seems misogynistic. It seems terrible, but like they saw what it's really about yeah. and like
1: they brought that to this movie. Right, it's right. good. Now, there's somebody that we haven't talked about. Okay. And I think we need to talk about him Detective Kimball, Willem <gasps> yes. Dafoe. He is either the best detective in the world or the fucking worst detective in the world. I don't know. I, I can't tell what his motive is. Like, in this movie. it was when he's in his office for like the second or third time and he's talking to him. And he's, like, trying to get information. You can tell that Patrick is kind of on the ropes. Yeah. And he's not really sure, like, what information he has. And, like, he, Patrick even asked him, he was like, well, well, what information do you have? And Kibble tells him what he has. And it's like, you know, oh, man. And then he whips out that Huey Lewis, Huey Lewis in the News CD. And the light (laughs) is, like, bouncing off of Patrick's head like a beacon, like, It's so good! Like, it's too good! Like, you're like, is this guy a fucking genius? Or what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Patrick is asking him questions like, you know, well, he probably just, like, you know, and, like, when they're having that conversation and they're talking about, like, how people just, like, disappear, like, fall off the face of the earth, and it's like, yeah, let's run with that. (laughs) Let's go with that theory. And um, the last time that they meet together, and he, they, Patrick is like trying to do that thing where you mirror somebody else's actions. Yeah, and he's like, but he's like sweating bullets. <laughs> I like, feel like he's sweating the whole movie. People always go, Yeah, you're sweating, like, Patrick. Are you
0: okay? You're sweating,
1: Louis. <laughs> we'll get I to that. Lewis. This, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but like when he's in that restaurant and he's like trying to like sprinkle salt on his steak but he's like just dumping it on there because he's so <laughs> nervous and he's trying to hold on to it and Kimble starts listing off the the names of the people that Alan was with the last time that anybody saw him and he gets right down to the last thing He's like and you cuz I feel like oh Mm, it's such a good mm, delicious i'm gonna eat it no mm, no 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 because he's like he's like waiting and it's like is he is he doing this on purpose is he brilliant or is he really dumb and it's like you don't know and he's like you know he looks at him and he gives him that, that sly look and you and like patrick is just like oh right i must have gotten it's like he he almost got you i think he knew but like maybe yeah. The red tape around who Patrick Bateman is. Maybe. But also it goes back to how interchangeable all of them are because obviously Patrick wasn't there with him. And and Patrick knew that because he could have, like the reason why he was in such distress when he started naming off those names is because that was the entire list of people that he could have said that he was with for his alibi dwindling away. And then at that last moment he gets a reprieve and it's like... But you know that he wasn't there it was Mm -hmm. somebody else but because they're so fucking interchangeable it doesn't matter because he could have been anybody it could have been anybody there could have been anybody there just like when they when he when he kills Paul Allen and he takes him to that nowhere restaurant that's almost completely empty by the way (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Texarkana Texarkana And like nobody's here, but nobody's gonna like it wouldn't have even mattered where he took him because nobody would have been able to definitively say whether or not that was Patrick or not. Yep. Because uh, Paul and, Allen thought he was there with Marcus Halberstram.
0: Yeah, he kept calling him Marcus. Mm-hmm. I do like, too, in the movie, like he keeps mentioning serial killers, which I think is like a clue. He goes, you know, Ted Bundy did this, and mm-hmm. so Ed Gein did this, and people go, who? And it, like, really like when they're in that, him.
1: when they're in that bar and he, the, the girl asks him what, what he does for a living and oh, he goes yeah, murders, murders and executions, is like, do you like it? And he gets intrigued because he thinks that she's, you know, hurt him properly and he's like, I don't know, why do you ask? And he's like, because most guys in mergers and acquisitions don't really like it. And then that's, like, when he cemented his need to kill this chick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't even see him kill her or him them going back you just see that lock of her hair later (laughs) in the scene. Is that that's like right before he asks Jean to go out to dinner with him and he's just like twirling it in his hand. You're like, oh and he puts it in his pocket. Yeah. Like
0: haphazardly. Yeah, I I feel like in the movie like he keeps mentioning like serial killers to intrigue people and they're not intrigued. Yeah, they don't they're just like bored by it. Yeah. And it it really upsets him. Yeah. And I'll admit I kind of like that. I kind of like that like he talks about these people that are so infamous and they have like zero meaning and he's realizing like oh my god I'm gonna have zero meaning. And Like when he's talking to Jean about Ted
1: Bundy. Yeah. And she goes, who's Ted Bundy? <laughs> and He's just like, no, he's mind. so upset. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, like he's trying at that point when he does that, he's trying to merge the two parts of his life together. Yeah, he's
0: trying to say like I'm important and like this is my legacy that I'm gonna leave, and no one gives a shit. Yeah,
1: he can't because nobody cares. Yeah, oh, I love this movie. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> we went all over the board on this. We did went on <laughs> forever. We got real deep on you and then deep. brought it
0: back. <laughs> So why do you think you've seen this movie? Well, actually, first question. How many times have you
1: seen this movie, do you think? Honestly, like, probably 25 times. (laughs) I know that it's more, but I'm going to say 25. Yeah, a conservative 25. Well, because, like, it's one of those movies that I can just put on in the background and just, like recite every line off the top of my head. I know, it's, I know. I feel
0: the same way, actually, because we watched it last night, and I kind of thought, oh, it's going to be a chore. Like, I haven't seen this in a while. We watched it again, and I was quoting the whole the movie. The whole movie. And I just was clapping and pointing. And... It's like, here comes, here comes! Thank God Nick's okay with all that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like,
1: uh, what do you think, like, keeps you coming back to it so much? Man, just how well done it is. And, like, how... Like, I keep finding little pieces of it. As many times as I've watched it, I keep finding things that I didn't notice before. Mm -hmm. Little, just little subtleties. And it's just, oh god, it's just so well done. It's freaking hilarious to me. Yes, it's so funny. And, like, it's easy to watch. It's, it doesn't, like, it's deep but not in a way that like makes you bored with it.
0: Yeah, it's not like so deep that you're like bummed out or yeah. thinking about it. It's like, it's it's just enough to make you think. Exactly. Um, so what would you say to someone that's never seen it before? Oh god. <laughs> get uh, ready?
1: I, I feel like, yeah, get ready and don't feel bad if you laugh because you're supposed to laugh because I wish somebody would have told me, me to because oh, there's something's wrong with me for a really long no seriously for a really long time I was like having like trouble like reconciling myself like after I was like laughing like a really long time like I, I don't know like until I showed it to my sister again. I didn't think that, you know, it was normal for me to react the way that it did because it was so, like, it was so dark. I do feel like
0: people that haven't seen this movie have that reaction. Yeah. like, oh, you're one of those people that's, like, really dark and da-da-da. Which, yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> but, fair. That's an assessment. But it's that funny. Like, it's just so, it's just such a smart movie.
1: Christian Bale just brings that level of, like, kooky, zany... Craziness to it that I don't think anybody else could have brought to that no, character I
0: think Christian Bale has like a self-awareness that maybe some actors don't, don't? Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. it's like he knows he's batshit. Crazy. Yeah, this is
1: <laughs> b- Cuckoo bananas.
0: He's like I'm just gonna go insane and see if people resonate with it. Yeah, and they do and yeah he's <laughs> like I'm gonna be as crazy as Nick Cage but in a controlled way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That <laughs> I'm gonna go off the rails, but just a little bit. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> All these movies are kinda like that, really. Yeah. But like, especially like at the end when he's run <laughs> when he goes to the ATM and the ATM tells him to feed him a straight cat. Yes. And he plays it so straight. He's just like, and then suddenly there's a straight cat at his feet and he picks it up calmly and he's like trying to shove it into the machine cool as can be like it's completely natural and he's like got the gun to the cat's head and then that lady what are you and he shoots her (laughs) he just shoots her like no explanation he just shoots that lady and then the cops come and he's running from the cops and he blows up the cop car with a fucking handgun and And he he looks at the gun yeah like what what the fuck (laughs) and he runs into that office building
0: and he shoots the guard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it's rare when you see a movie that's continuously shocking you. Yeah, you know what I mean, like surprising you. Like, like bam, 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 and so then good.
1: he calls his lawyer and he oh, calls the his lawyer, lawyer
0: confession is my favorite. Yes.
1: I killed a lot of people tonight. I had I to kill know, a lot. of people, people. Maybe, maybe forty. 40. <laughs> I don't know, maybe forty. <laughs> that so good. And then he's like, he calms down. And he's like, I'll be at Harry's bar. <laughs> and then like oh man they're talking about Reagan and it's so (laughs) it's like this guy inside but inside but inside doesn't matter (laughs) it's so good oh gosh
0: I know I've seen this movie like so many times and every time I see it like you said I see something new and like it's surprising and it's like exciting every time
1: yeah every single time so if you haven't seen it definitely go watch it yes if you don't Get it or you don't like it. That's fine. It it is a movie we'll that's- come for you, yeah I'm we'll 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 come after you. We'll get your address and we'll you're dead. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa.
0: Whoa. I went there. Hey, you're, you're dead. No, I, I again. I feel like this movie it it,
1: uh, it, it got us. It yeah.
0: understands us like as people like.
1: It's... And I feel like a lot of people who are younger now that watch the movie don't get it because. Yeah because they don't they weren't kind of around during that time when yeah. stuff was actually like that and how like pretentious everything was and like, you know, how their the counterculture was like, you know, punk rock and like all this other stuff and, you know but, but fake at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody was like trying to be what they thought was supposed to be cool or what they thought was supposed to be normal. And you know, yeah, there were, you know, real like, you know, nonconformist type things going on there, but at the same time, when you are trying to be exactly like the non conformist, are you still conforming? Or are yeah. you you know? So yeah, it was uh I freaking love this movie, guys. Okay. That's <laughs> that's what you need to take. to away. the title of the podcast, I love that movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I really do like yeah. truly love this movie. Oh yeah. It's like a gateway It's one. a gateway drug. It is a gateway drug. And once you go full-blown crazy, like, call us. Like, we have more yeah. recommendations, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dial we'll it take up. we the dark side. Right quick. All the way. <laughs> All the way. Well, thank you so much, Courtney. Like... Yeah. This has been awesome. Like, I can't wait to do more of these, though. Yeah. Like, no. I want to do, like, like I said, a whole horror movie series. Uh, like, yes. Please. Oh, my God. Like, we'll do, please. like... Oh,
1: so, so many... So many things. Like, my sister, like, had, like, she's like, oh, there's this new channel. It's called Shudder. Oh, like, yeah, I, yeah, Shudder. But I looked at it, and I was like, I've seen all of these. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, till next time. Woo. Thank you all for
0: listening, and I will be back soon. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I wanted to add on a quick, uh, corrections part of this podcast. I think I'm going to flesh this out eventually into like a little mini-sode, but had a couple submissions with corrections. Uh, my good friend, Michael Cross reached out to me about our assessment of Marathon Man, and he was totally correct. Just to circle back to that, uh, in Marathon Man, the couriers were actually working for Zell. And uh, so they were all trading his diamonds around, which is why when his brother died, they were all fighting each other and trying to come back and get those diamonds first. And that's what kind of created that whole, you know, that's what set everything in motion. And then also when they mugged uh, Dustin Hoffman's character, it was to send a message to his brother. So that kind of makes it make more sense. That movie seems a lot more complicated than it really is. It's just the movie doesn't come out and tell you all that stuff. It's kind of like in retrospect. So... Yeah, and then the second thing was, um, I believe it was Todd Emerson reached out to me and told me that uh, Happy Days and the movie American Graffiti are not that related. It is a common misconception that they are because Ron Howard is in both of them, and I believe that George Lucas did test out Ron Howard being in American Graffiti based on the pilot that he was in for happy days. I think that's the connection there, but they are not de- directly connected and they are also different decades <laughs> So I just want to come clean with you guys and say you know what sometimes I'm wrong I do fact check at the end of these I listen to him over and over again and I fact check stuff But I'm wrong sometimes even when I'm doing that So yeah, uh, I don't mind at all when you guys send me corrections or suggestions It, it lets me know that you're listening and I appreciate that So just kind of wanted to cover that and then secondly, I also wanted to say that uh, I'm really appreciative of all the feedback you guys are giving me in general. Uh, really love those positive reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much for doing that. And again, just want to remind you, if you leave a positive review on iTunes, you're automatically entered to win a $20 gift card. So get on that, guys. Once I get up to 25 that's when I'm going to do the drawing. So again, thank you so, so much. Um, this is so fun, and I can't wait for next week's episode. So yeah, thanks. Bye.